ahead and worship him and bless his name and say, Lord, we appreciate you. Thank you, Father, for your grace. Thank you for everything you have done. Thank you, Lord, for this season. Thank you for the great opportunity you have given us to be alive. Father, we thank you. Be thou be exalted in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And so, Father, bless your people this morning. Let it be a special service. Let everyone be touched. And let your name be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Please be seated majestically in his presence. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to thank God for everyone that attended this discipleship class stroke Sunday school. If you are there, can you please shout hallelujah? Say to your neighbor, I came early this morning. I don't know about you. Thanks of God. Matthew chapter 9, verse 36 to 37. That's what I will be using as my opening scripture. Galatians chapter 3, verse 2. And Hebrew chapter 4, verse 2. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 12. I know this scripture, they are something that you know, but I just want you to put it in your heart. Matthew chapter 9, verse 36 to 37. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then he said unto his disciples, the affairs truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Let me verse 38. Pray ye therefore that the Lord of the affairs, that he will send forth laborers into his affairs. What the Bible is telling us that Jesus is full of compassion. And when you see somebody that is full of kindness and compassion, that person actually want to bless you. What makes people not to bless you is because they are hard-hearted. When you see somebody that is kind, that person wants to bless you. A compassionate God is the God that we are serving. The crying priest. He knew he was going to raise Lazarus, yet he wept with the people that he loved. The God that we serve is not a hard-hearted God. It's a hard, it's a God that is full of love, full of compassion. So when he saw the crowd... And I always describe it anytime I'm in front of the church. When Jesus looks at the church, he will have compassion on them. It's not judgmental about them. It's not looking for their fault. He's looking for how to help them. He said they are weak. They are struggling. They are looking for somebody, a savior. They are like sheep without shepherd. They are worn out. You see, and the harvest is plenteous. Let's pray for laborers. And I was talking about people that we teach the church people that he can use to bless people. See, but the laborers, people he can commit the work into their hand to go and bless life, they are few. He said, we should pray that the Lord will send laborers into his fireyard. Not to extort them, but to be a blessing to them. Will you forever be a blessing to the church in Jesus' name? Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, Galatians chapter 3 verse 2, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2, Proverbs 10 22, and tell me 28 verse 12. Anyone that you see, this only I, I learn of you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? What Apostle Paul is saying is that the blessing that happened in your life, did you get it by struggling or by hearing the word of faith? The word that inspires your faith. 
I'm using this to emphasize the fact that laborers that help our faith help us to receive miracles and blessings from the Lord. Somebody say, I'll be hearing, I'll be hearing. Don't worry. There's a level that you hear and the hearing will now produce. I pray that your coming to church will not be in vain in Jesus' name. What you are hearing will one day show forth in your life in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2, Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22, Deuteronomy 28 verse 12. Verse 20, verse 12, Deuteronomy 20. Anyone that you see, I'm laying the foundation. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, nor be missed in faith, with faith in them that had it. They had it once and they didn't hear it again. If you want to be blessed by the word, you have to hear it again and again and again. It will be settled in your heart. I've been hearing it's not working. It's not working because you don't hear it repeatedly. The Bible says, once have the Lord spoken, twice have I heard it, that power belongs unto God. If you can hear it again, you know, some of you, God spoke to you in the morning. You come to church, we are talking about who is Jesus to you, you get a confirmation. I'm preaching again, you got another confirmation. That's what produces power. That's how to miss the word with faith. Don't be tired of hearing. Hear it again and again and again. I guarantee you, it will settle in your heart. And once it settles in your heart, the blessing must definitely follow. I pray that the blessing of God will follow you in Jesus' name. Proverbs 10, 22. We all know that. The blessing of the Lord make a man to increase and does not what? This year, you will not know sorrow. Okay, let me turn to your neighbor. Say, you will not know sorrow this year. The blessing of the Lord will increase your life in the mighty name of Jesus. I like the way Mammy Betha is saying it. You are pointing to your husband very well. Hallelujah. That is good. Let's point to somebody. Say, you will not know sorrow. The blessing of the Lord upon your life will increase you greatly this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say amen three times. Deuteronomy 28 verse 12. Deuteronomy 28 verse 12. What does he say? Deuteronomy 28 verse 12. Okay. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. Somebody say amen. amen. The heaven to give the rain unto your land in his season. Somebody say amen again. Amen. And to bless all the work of your hand. Thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Hallelujah. Okay, I learned also that some people borrow for fun. One, one, one uh, financial coach say, eh? I borrow for fun so that I don't pay tax. I borrow to buy property. I have more than enough money that is doing well. But what God is saying is that we will not go into slavery because uh, the, the debts that you owe and you don't know how to pay, it becomes a body, and you become like a slave to the lender. I pray for you this year, you're not going to slavery. You enjoy your life. The Lord will open to you his good treasure. You enjoy rain in his season in Jesus' name. I pray for you this morning that the Lord will bless all the work of your hand. Your labor this year will not be in vain. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That is the plan of God for all of us. And the meaning is this. If we enter his plan the way I've just shared it, 
God wants us to live in abundance. How then do we make this abundance a reality? Number one, we live and celebrate the love of God over our life. I know this can be difficult if you are raised in a hard way. But the easiest way to be blessed is to believe that God loves you and to celebrate it. Beautiful things, especially blessing, happen to those people that believe that God loves them. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. The Lord has appeared unto me and he has said to me, I have loved you with everlasting love. I know you say, how can he say this? But God wanted to know that he loved you with an everlasting love. 2 Samuel chapter 9, verse 7 to 8. 2 Samuel, I love the story of Mephibosheth. If you get home, you can read from verse 1 to 8. 2 Samuel chapter 9, verse 7 to 8. For emphasis sake, and David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely sow thee kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake. And I will restore thee all the land of Saul thy father. Thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. Hallelujah. Mephibosheth bowed to the ground and said, I am not better than a dead dog. Why are you showing me this favor? And David said, I love you because of your father. Because Jesus loves you, this season your prayer will be answered. Turn to your neighbors, I'm loved by God. That's why I know I will not be stranded. I don't care how I look. What I know is that God loves me. And because God loves me, I'll be blessed. Say a powerful amen. amen. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 13 to 14. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 13 to 14. The first time I preached this, some years ago, a lady came up to me and said, Daddy, are you sure what you are preaching is in the Bible? Because I was fast. So I just mentioned and said, I'm not sure that fast is in the Bible. I said, okay, I will show you. Psalm chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. Look at what it says. And he will love thee and bless thee. Where the love of God is established, blessing must follow. This is my personal belief. If you tell me that God loves you, I must see his hand in your life. If you tell me that Jesus loves you, I must see his hand in your life. He will love thee and bless thee and multiply thee. He will also bless the fruit of thy womb and the fruit of thy land and thy coin and thy wine and thy oil and the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep in the land which is sure unto thy father to give thee. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, I shall be blessed above all people. I will not have any reason to envy anybody. Anybody that seeks me, they will rather envy me because I shall be blessed above all people in the name of Jesus. Say amen three times. Say, because he will love you, he will bless thee, multiply thee, and bless you above all people. Somebody said, eh, but that is in the Old Testament. John chapter 15 verse 9. Jesus said, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. 
continue in my love. In other words, if I claim that the Father loved me and I celebrate the love of the Father over my life, you also should believe that the same way the Father loved me is the same way that I love you. Believe that I love you. Come on. Believe that God loves you. You are not ordinary. You are loved. That is why you are blessed. You are loved. That is why you are favored. You are loved. That's why it's answering your prayer. You see, as the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Believe that the Father loves you. The Son loves you. So you cannot be stranded. First John chapter 4, verse 16 to 18. And I'll read one more. We'll move to another level. I just want to establish it in your heart about the love of God. First John chapter 4, verse 16 to 18. And we have known and believe that God, the love that God had to us. God is love. He that dwelleth in love, dwelleth in God, and God is in him. Here is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love is love. Cast out fear, because fear are torments. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Look at it, verse 19. We love him because he does what? I can't hear you. Turn to your neighbor and say, I love God because he showed me love. I love him because he first loved me. Say, I love him because he first loved me. I will continue to love him because he will love me forever. Come on, shout amen. amen. Do you know also that you cannot have faith in God until you believe that God loves you? Galatians chapter 5 verse 6. The Bible says, faith walk by love. People that don't believe that God loves them don't exercise faith. They don't exercise faith. They find it difficult to exercise faith. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision affiliate anything or uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. People that believe that God loves them, when they need them to pray, their prayer is effective. People that believe that God loves them, when they come to church, they come with confidence. They are not fearful about God. They'll be telling people that, I know that God loves me. They are not running away from God, like they do in the Old Testament. When God appears, people run away. But the New Testament, when Jesus appears, people run towards him. Because they believe that they are special and that God loves them. Psalm 11 verse 3. The Bible says, If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If you don't believe that God loves you, how can God bless you? The foundation of every blessing, the foundation of every blessing is the love of God. The moment you are settled in your heart, that God loves you. All things will work together for your good. All things. You are not inferior because of your class. You are not inferior because of how much you earn. You are not inferior because of your color. You are inferior because of the way you feel about the love of God towards you. 
the more you believe is love, the more confident you are about issues of life and you are willing to pray about it. You are the person that Jesus loves. And because you are loved, you will be blessed. Can I hear your lady? Amen. Amen. Because you are loved, this year will be special for you. Because you are loved, God will fight your battle for you. Because you are loved, God will open doors for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Don't let anything that happens to you give you a negative interpretation. Somebody said, I was queen. And when it gets to my turn, they say there is no more fuel. I know when it comes to my turn, something will always happen. It's a lie. Nothing happened. It is their fuel that something is wrong with that finish. Get to another station and buy it. Eh, but that one is the cheapest. God will give you money to buy the one that is more high. Don't worry. If you are going out and you lock your feet against the stone and it's left, don't say, ah, they say there is a mini. Under love, all things work together for your good. Even if you slept last night and you had a bad dream, this morning, that bad dream is canceled for your good in the name of Jesus. All things have been given to you under love. And watch everyone that is blessed in the Bible. They were blessed because they believe that God loved them. And I pray forever you dwell the love of God in Jesus' name. Look at Joseph. The father loved him and gave him a coat of many color. His master loved him and put him in charge. The prisoner loved him, give him, put him in charge. Pharaoh loved him and promoted him. There's nothing the enemy can do about it. This year, you'll be blessed. Because you are established in his love in Jesus' name. Okay, number two way to live in the blessing of God is by living a life of joy and laughter. Laughter is the best creative force on earth. Joy and laughter. Make everything, everything funny. You know, as Brahmakini was leading the hymn, I was just laughing. You know, Brahmakini has a funny look. He was doing it with the, like, hold, hold the orthodox churches. Oh, God, so And I look at my wife, I started laughing. I said, why are you laughing? I said, this is one of these weird times. I don't want him to. Because you can take it to the whole time religion. It was moving like this. Glass of my. <laughs> I was just enjoying it. I said, look at Brahmaki, for goodness sake, how can you be just shaking your head? And I remember our whole catechist in those days. Kill you, kill Wow. What have I said this morning? Please just enjoy yourself. If I acted well, laugh. If I don't act well, say, Pastor is on a dull moment this morning. Enjoy yourself. If you don't laugh, you will not be creative. That's why I love watching children. You know? Somebody asked me, say, why do you love children around you? I think it was Brian. You always love, I, say, I just love them. Because children are very, they can make you laugh. Especially the active one. They, <laughs> when I do enter my office, the first thing we do, we jump on all these teeth one by one. Boo, 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 boo. They say, come down, come down. I look at you like this. Jump again. Oh, go around. And everybody will jump. 
Look, if you don't enjoy the drama, you will need to watch a lot of TikTok. Your children are giving you free TikTok. Free comedy. And you refuse to you are just using cane all the time. Instead of you just enjoy them and be laughing. We use money to laugh. It's already there. What's I do? 1,000 lifetime. 2,000 lifetime. Big table. And what do they do for you? They abuse you. Somebody say, if you don't laugh, and you learn more, I've already collected my money. And you will see before us to laugh. And you know, big people go and buy laughter. Let's take the opportunity that we have to laugh and to rejoice. Why is that important? Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22 says, A merry heart, do it good like medicine. Crack your rib. Let somebody help you to laugh. Find something funny about life. Don't be too serious. There are some friends that I have. I've never remembered them preaching any serious message. But anytime they come, it's to make you laugh. They just make you laugh. I can't remember any of the topic. They are doing well. Extremely well, though. If I've invited one of them for the wedding. What he does is to just make you laugh. He will just preach and turn into laughter. You just be laughing and laughing. Laughter is good. Laughter and joy bring healing. It reduces the weight of burden and pressure. One of the reasons why so many of us are not blessed is because we are too tight. We are too serious. People that are too serious, they die anyway. <laughs> One man entered my office. He said, years back, the medical, medical school, he said, Pastor Deji, can't you see everything? It's not working. There's nothing that is working in this country. I look at him and I laugh. Nothing is working. This one is not working. That's not working. I say, Oga, relax. Relax. Let's laugh about the country. When you finish praying, you use the other one to laugh. Don't put the pressure of Tinubu in your heart. If most of those who think they are putting pressure, they are not even thinking about it. Just laugh and rejoice. I told him, but he did not believe me until he had stroke. Have you ever seen anybody that live a sad life, a chronic life, that live a healthy life? They don't. It's from one trouble to another trouble. Whether you have done it right or you have not done it right, use yourself to laugh. That's why I make mistakes all the time. Just laugh. Give yourself joy. After all, it's repetition that brings perfection. Even if you are not perfect, just laugh. You lose money and so what? Will you not kill yourself because you lose money? I say, number one question God asked man in the Bible is where are you? Either man, if when they said they were running away. The second question he asked man, he said, why are you sad? The first question he asked man is where are you? The second, when he find man, is why are you sad? Why is it contained and sad? Why are you angry with yourself? He said, don't you know that I provided the offering lamp? If you want what is right, you'll be happy. 
I've provided things for you. Don't be sad. You don't have any reason to be sad. Why? If you are sad, things will get worse. The only reason why things are not moving well is because you look dull and you are sad. If you want to change the tide, you find something funny about what is happening. Laugh about it and rejoice. Find something good to rejoice over. John chapter 14 verse 1, an encouraging verse. An encouraging verse. John chapter 14 verse 1. He said, don't be troubled. I've gone out there to prepare a place for you. And I'm telling you this morning, everything that will make you happy, the Lord will prepare it for you. Let me speak to your neighbor. Say, God is preparing a place for you. God is preparing a blessing for you. Okay, prophetically say to them, say, God is preparing a solution for you. Let not your heart be troubled. Most of the time, when we are faced with something that is very serious, we look at it as, oh, this problem is unsurmountable. It's very big. And all of us pass through that particular time. People want you to laugh, but you can't laugh because this looks too serious. But you'll be surprised. And I'm saying this to you as a testimony, what God does in my life all the time. That before that particular trouble, God has prepared a place or a solution for you or a way of escape. Pastor, don't worry. It's not much trouble. Pastor, don't worry. God will do it. You say, ah, how will God do this thing? People will tell you, oh, this problem is too big. Oh, it will reduce you to nothing. But you now discover that it's actually nothing. Somebody will just laugh about it and say, ah, is that a problem? That's not a problem at all. It has been solved. I'm praying for you this week. Whatever it is that is troubling you, this week, God will turn it to laughter. You are going to laugh over it. You have testimony over it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Psalm 114 verse 1 to 4. Psalm 114 verse 1 to 4. I like the secret of Joseph again. In Genesis chapter 40 verse 6 to 8. He said, why is your countenance sad? God has interpretation to dream. Let's read Psalm 114 verse 1 to 4 first. When Israel went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of a strange language, Judah was his sanctuary and Israel was his dominion. The sea saw them and fled. When Judah, which represents praise, become your lifestyle, you are praiseful, you are joyful, you are thankful, you are laughing, you are happy. The sea we see you are run away. I pray for you this morning. Disaster will not come near your house. It's a celebration forever in Jesus' name. Okay, look at it again. In Joel chapter 1, verse 12. Where are you? Okay, Joel chapter 1, verse 12. I will still go to Genesis chapter 40, verse 6. Joel chapter 1 verse 12. The wine, the fine is dry up. And the fig tree languished. What God is saying is that I want to do something. But you are not creating an atmosphere for me to do it. Watch what the Bible says. The fine is dry up. And the fig tree languished. 
the pomegranate tree, the palm tree, they want to bear also. The apple tree want to produce. Even all the trees of the feet are wither. Why? Because joy is withered away from the sons of men. The way you fry your face is the way you dry the ground. Don't dry the blessing. When you fry your life, you are removing water from the ground. You are killing the harvests. You are destroying the blessing that is coming. The atmosphere of joy is what brings production of blessing in your life. So be excited about life. Get to my just laugh. And just dance. I've told you. I have so many dancing steps. When I get to it, even I begin to dance. I say, what has happened, Daddy? I'm just happy. I'm just dancing. Because I know joy is necessary for me to bring out the blessing. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. He said, with joy, you draw water from the well of salvation. Find something to be happy about. Don't complain about everything. I told them in the say, I say, living a joyful life is a skill. Learn to be joyful. Say, I just don't know how to lie. Learn how to laugh. You didn't know mathematics before, and you learn mathematics. Learn to how to make life funny and laugh so that you can live long, so that the blessing can be multiplied. Learn how not to be serious. Playfulness and having a sense of humor is a catalyst for productivity. You are playing with things. You are having a sense of humor. Before you know what is happening, ideas will be flooding into your life. When you are too serious about life, everything will look dry. It will not flow. Be playful. Be childish. Create a sense of humor around your life. Just dance. Just relax. And you see how doors will open for you in Jesus' name. Romans chapter 14 verse 17. He said the kingdom of God is joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. May you rejoice in the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. You will not look pitiable today or sorrowful today because the joy of the Lord is what? I can't hear you. Is what? The joy of the Lord 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 is what? Say amen three times. We're having a naming ceremony in Obama Show. The couple, they have waited for so many years. Because the woman, she's an SS woman. And you know when somebody's an SS, she has passed through a lot of ordeal. But thank God for the love that they have for each other. So I was preaching at that particular naming ceremony. That the joy of the Lord is what gives strength. It doesn't matter your biological meetup. I'm SS, I'm AS. If you are somebody that is constantly happy, you'll be rejuvenating yourself, you'll be happy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And I'm happy during Dr. Mubai's induction. They came. The woman is still looking stronger and happier and heavier. If you are AA, or B plus or something that they call it. And you are always sad. Another thing will enter your system without knowing. So decide in your heart. That no matter what happens. 
Even if the fig tree does not blossom, I'm going to be happy. I will rejoice in the Lord. And the joy of the Lord will always be with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis chapter 45 verse 24. Joseph told his brother, make sure that you do not fall out in the way. Don't go into sadness in the way. Let's enjoy the trip. Enjoy the journey. You are married, enjoy the journey. Stop complaining. For how many years will you complain? Enjoy the journey. Just laugh. Enjoy your lot, your portion. And rejoice. Let joy permit the home. You are in a group. Enjoy it. Enjoy the church. In the place where you are working, enjoy the environment. There will be something good about it. There will be something good. Is that they are funny? Or they are not too serious or something? Enjoy the system for your whole head. Enjoy the system. Just laugh. Laugh. Rejoice. And as you laugh more, the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 2. And maybe I read the last one. Genesis chapter 40 verse 6 to 8. He said that you will not be soon shaken in mind or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word nor by any letter from us at the day of Christ is at hand. Because Jesus is coming soon. Don't be troubled by anything, by letter, by text message, by anything that may be coming or be shaken in mind. Make up your mind that you are going to be happy. Don't be shaken. Don't be bitter. Just rejoice. And the joy of the Lord will keep you true in Jesus' name. Genesis chapter 40 verses to it, he said, does interpretation of dream not come from God? Why are you sad because there is no interpreter? That was the lifestyle of Joseph. Why are you sad because you can't see the end from the beginning? Or you don't know how you are going to go about your life? You don't know how to buy the car? You don't know what you are going to do? Relax. Relax about it. Interpretation comes from God. And Joseph came in unto them in the morning and looked upon them and behold, they were sad. I pray you not be sad in Jesus' name. And he asked them that were with him in the world. Continue. Raise it up a little. In the world of his lost house saying, Wherefore do you look sad? Sadly today. Say, I will not be sad today. I cannot hear your voice. Come on. Turn to your neighbor and say, I will not be sad. I will not allow anybody to ask me why am I sad. I've made up my mind. I'll be happy all the time. The joy of the Lord give me strength and I'll be happy. Look at what they said. And they said unto him, we have dreamed a dream and there is no interpreter of it. And Joseph said unto them, do not interpretation belong to God. Raise your hands to heaven. Every interpretation you need from God, may the Lord give it to you. What does that mean? If answer comes from heaven, you don't need to be worried about your trouble. That's what it means. If answer actually comes from heaven, I don't need to, all I need to do is to kneel down and say, God, please, I'm actually stranded. I need your help. And the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Amen. Say, believing, amen. amen. In living in abundance is by living in the love of God. And number two is by living a life of joy and laughter. 
Number three is by living a life of progress and increase. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. The part of the jaws is like a shiny. God wants you to increase. Without increase, there will not be abundance. The principle of abundance is not that the abundance will just come one day. Like Yahoo Plus. Because the mentality of people is that they want to reach the peak in one day. That's not the way God has designed life. God has designed life in such a way that you move from one level to another level to another level. To another. That is sustainable growth. Steadfast progress. You are getting better. Not one day that you buy your dream car. It's not one day. It's from one level. Even house. Abundance come into your life by increase, by wisdom. You are progressing from one level to another level. Last year, you were earning 50,000. This year, you started earning 100,000. Last year, you couldn't have any saving. But this year, you are started saving 10,000, 5,000. That's how God brings abundance to your life. Not that our God, if you want to answer, you will die now. One of my mentors was sharing a testimony by name, Reverend Mark. I love the man. So, he was sharing a message that he wanted to bless a particular friend of his with a brand new Prado Jeep. So, he sent the car. So, we must have had it. He sent the car to the family. To the man, say, I'm giving you this brand new Prado Jeep in the evening. Before money, the man died. He had a heart attack and died. If you like, just check video. Umakwai, his friend. He said he was shocked. He could not believe it. He died. When he died, the children were fighting over the chief. Then he says, he started blaming himself. Maybe I will have started with second class or no. <laughs> I said, I start with second class car. Move. He said, when he saw the brand new Prado Jeep in his company, he fainted and he died. He said, the first thing was that he could not sleep. He was saying, it's a lie. It's a true. It's a lie. It's a true. Oh, no, you can't lie. So some of you are praying, breakthrough, breakthrough, big time. Take it easy. Let it come level by level. I say, I'm only handwriting. I want blessing. I want to listen. You not be put to sleep. Blessings should come in level. One prayer I pray for you. Is that you never know a better yesterday. Every new day will be a plus. You move from one level of glory to another level of glory. I'm pleased. Be satisfied with it. Once you are increasing, don't get disturbed about anybody. Just be increasing from one state to another state. That is a sustainable blessing. Sustainable blessing. Exhaust the level of the blessing that God has given you. Enjoy it. 
I was looking at Omobanadudu's picture on the wall yesterday. And I told my wife, I said, ah, you are poor here. My wife said, you are not poor. You are rich at our own level. They were well clothed and they were smiling. Look at their picture. <laughs> they were rich. We were never poor. At our own level at that time, they were enjoying themselves. Say, Say, not your picture. Your picture now. Say, we are not poor. We are okay. Look at them. So enjoy the stage and grow from one stage to another stage. That is how God has designed life. If you want to jump, the force of gravity will crash you. Level by level, line by line, make sure you are always increasing and you not go backward in Jesus' name. Exodus chapter 1 verse 7. The children of Israelites, they increase. That's how God has designed life. And the children of Israel, what happened to them? They were fruitful and they increased abundantly and multiplied and was exceedingly mighty and the land was filled with them. That's how God has designed abundance. You increase, you multiply, you grow abundantly and before you know it, you have assets here, you have assets there, you have assets here. Not that you buy 10 houses in a day. Or you have 14 trailer. Appartation will kill you. Start with Korope. And see disappointment. Then go to the level of Tipa. And run and jump down. You now get a trailer. So you know, one level to another level to another level to another level. God has discerned that abundance will come by increase. And that's why I pray for you. You will not miss your increase this year in Jesus' name. Genesis chapter 24 verse 1. Abraham was blessed in all things. But Father Abraham increased. All our covenant father, they increased in blessing. They started small and they increased. Genesis chapter 26 verse 12 to 14. Isaac sowed in the land and increased and grew and became exceedingly mighty and the Philistine heavy him. Because he had possession of this and possession of that. But it started somewhere. Then Isaac saw in that land and received the same year an hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man was great and went forward and grew until he became very great. That's how blessing and abundance come. 21 days fasting and prayer will not bring some money into your life. You have to increase from one level to another level. I was asking you one day, I say, which kind of car do you want? I think it was Brassi that mentioned one. One car, I never hear the name. Either Jaguar or something. <laughs> eh? He mentioned Lamborghini. How much is that one? <laughs> By wisdom, you grow. Before Lamborghini, there must be Lambo, 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 Combo, Combo, that was about. <laughs> Praise God. So that if they give you that gift as a Lamborghini, you sell it as a the oil will be killing you. Let me say that one. <laughs> because they say you should service for one million naira. So increase, increase, progress and increase is what gives birth to abundance. Look at it again. 
Genesis chapter 13 verse 6 and we are reading for the last time Deuteronomy 1 verse 11. Deuteronomy chapter Genesis chapter 13 verse 6 and the land was not able to bear them that they might dwell together for their substance was great so that they could not dwell together. The Bible says they increased and the land now became small. Are you hearing me now? There's a level of increase that you now say, oh, this house is small. I want to build another one. Not that when you want to start building a house, you want to build 50 rooms like that of Babangida. They say, which kind of house do you want to be? Say, 50 bedroom, all in suits. You finish that foundation level. <laughs> You'll not be able to complete it. Start with something and believe that God will increase you then when the house is now small for you, you can now build another one. I'm saying it because this thing I'm teaching you, some of us were not taught when we were young. They would just be having crazy faith. Faith without works, without wisdom. And they now tag faith with material things, big things. You are not working. All you are doing is that you are claiming and you are claiming. And they are, they are for crash. Because they don't know that blessings start from a small level and to increase. They just say, no, 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 me. When I, when I start, I'm going to start with it. They mentioned the name of the car then that was very expensive. And most of them don't buy bicycles today. That's how people grow. You grow from one level to another level. Abundance comes by increase and progress. You are doing something and you are steadfastly increasing, making progress in that area. Very soon you'll be surprised that you have abundance in the little thing that you are doing. So be satisfied with the journey. Because that journey is not your destination. You are increasing. And as you are increasing, life is getting better every day. Things you need to struggle with, you are no longer struggling with it. No longer struggling with it. Even if you start with one bedroom, there's no problem with that. You won't have problem of uh, buying all the gadgets. Because once you buy a few material, the house is already filled. You say, ah, tabara. So, and that solved the problem for you. And before you know it, you have increased again. And you're say, okay, we can move to a bigger house. Before you know it, you are saying, we are building this. And that's how blessing comes. When I started my first house, Three bedroom. I invited my guy to come and see it. And he looked at it and said, Which one is this? I said, The master's bedroom. He said, Ah, which one is this? I said, City room. You know, when you start doing house, how will it look? Like Ileku. <laughs> he said, Which one is this? I said, Pantry. He said, Ah, which one is this? I said, That is the children's room. He said, Ilewa said, Ileku, bye. And I say some things. And I started feeling bad. He said, I want junior staff for Egbe again. One call four bedroom, five bedroom. And I said to him by faith, I said, Look, this is just my beginning. This will not be my last house now. If I rent house now, I will rent three bedroom. In my own wisdom, then I said, Why should I be something bigger than what I need? Let me build this one now. I can extend it when I grow bigger. And he said, Okay. Oh. Let's look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Ah. I said, thank God. 
the truth is, I was able to finish it faster than people that were building something higher. And after that, I was able to build another one and another one. The fact that you are starting small does not mean that your hand will be small. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 11. We are going to use it to pray. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 11. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 11. Look at what Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 11 says. The Lord God of your father make you a thousand times so many more as you are and bless you as he has promised you. God has promised you increase. May the Lord multiply you. May the Lord make you 1,000 times more than you are today in Jesus' name. That's the promise of God. Progress and increase. Three ways to live in abundance. Live a life of progress, a life of increase. Don't go backward. And if anything wants to take you backward, fight it. Prayerfully. Say, I'm not going backward. My life is getting better. We wanted to do transformer. And they gave us the bill in this place. And I was a little bit scared. And because somebody called me that I know and I respect, they say, Oh, don't do it. That thing will drain you. It's not necessary. He said so many things that discourages me. And I said, I'm going to pray. And when I pray, God told me, Are you going backward or you are going forward? I said, Lord, I'm going forward. By having transformer in this place, we are going forward. He said, Then if it is forward, go ahead. And I was encouraged and we move forward. No, it may not be perfect, but at least it was a progress that helped us. So God wants you to move forward. And this year, you are going to move forward. Amen. You will enjoy increase. Amen. You will not be backward in the name of Jesus. Amen. Live a life of laughter and joy. No matter what is happening, a life of laughter and joy. And number two, live a life believing that God loves you. Stand on your feet. Living a life of abundance. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, I am not ordinary. I am special to God. I am the person that Jesus loves. Jesus loved me so much. He has loved me with an everlasting love. That is why I will rejoice and I will laugh. Because the Lord loved me, He will bless me above all people. I will not be stranded. Go ahead. I want to personalize his love. I am not ordinary. Ah, God love me. God love me. He loved me so much. I cannot deny the fact that I'm special to him. Because he loved me, I'm going to live for him. Because he loved me, I will not lack any good thing. Because he loved me, my prayer will be answered. Because God loves me, I will not be stranded. Other people may be ordinary, but I'm not ordinary. 1,000 can fall at my right, another 10,000 at my left. But no evil will come near me because I'm special to him. I'm special to God. And because I'm special to him, he will rebuke the devourer for my sake. Because I am loved, I will be blessed. I must be blessed because I'm loved by the Father. I am not an ordinary person. I am loved by God. He will take care of me. Because God loves me, 
is going to take care of me. Come on, personalize his love. Don't let anybody make you feel inferior. You are not inferior to anybody. You are loved by God. God is your father. God is my father. He loves you the way he loved me. Jesus said, as the father has loved me, that's the same way I love you. Continue in my love. Jesus, you love me because the father loves you. And because the father loves you, you cannot deny me your love. You must love me the way the father loves you. I will be established in the love of God forever. And I will be confident in his love. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayer. Please raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, turn every trouble I have into laughter. Turn it into joy. I don't want to be moody. Take my body away. Take heaviness away from my heart. Go ahead and pray for yourself. I don't know what is bothering you today. But I know God knows it. Whatever it is that is bothering you, whether it is money, whether it's relationship, whether it's anything, your office. Maybe somebody is troubling you. Let me have peace. Let me have joy. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I want to have a countenance of joy. A countenance of celebration. All the days of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help me to be joyful. Let the joy of the Lord become my strength. Let it flow from my bowel. I don't want to know sorrow all the days of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Please open your eyes. Do you know it's possible to be joyful throughout the year? I don't have a moment of sadness because God got your back and is helping you. Is it possible? Is it possible to be joyful throughout the year? Is it possible to be happy throughout the year? And not be sad for one moment. That means we are just celebrating and celebrating and celebrating and celebrating. Please, let's pray sincerely. Raise your two hands and say, Father, throughout this year, I hate sorrow. I don't want to see any sorrow. I don't want to see any disaster. I don't want to see any accident. I don't want bad news. Over my children, over everybody in the church, over your husband. Let it be a season of joy and celebration. Season of glory and glory and glory. Lord Jesus, do it for us. That throughout this year it shall be joy and joy everlasting. Joy forever. Joy in the home. Joy in the name of Jesus. Let it be joy and joy and joy in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayer. Now open your eyes and look at me again. When God performs a miracle for you, you'll be happy. I'm trusting God this morning that the miracle that will make you happy, God will do it for you. There are times in your life that you want to be happy. But you can't be happy because there's an impending danger. And you know there's only God that can intervene. But God has power to intervene. In fact, you don't even have time to pray about it because you don't know how God will solve the problem. But I'm standing here to tell you that what is difficult with man is easy with God. I am telling you 
with every assurance, with every confidence that whatever it is that is bothering you, God can make it so easy for you. I'm saying it to somebody today because I'm telling you as a testimony that everything that matters to you matters to God. Anything that is bothering you, God knows it. I know how to solve the problem. My wife knows that when something troubles me, I want something to remove it immediately because I like living a happy life. Say, why is your countenance like this? Say, look at what just happened. I want it to be removed immediately. That is me. But there are some times that I'm just clueless. I don't know what to do about it. Absolutely, I'm empty. I don't know what to do. And God will just intervene. Somebody will just be laughing on phone. Pastor, I've solved the problem for you. That's not a, an issue. Is that how it is? And God will remove the body. Like somebody taking 50 kilograms of rice away from your heart. You are just, ah. I don't know that thing that is bothering you. And you don't know how God will solve it. Raise your hands to heaven. Say this week, give me a miracle of joy. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want to pray with your heart. I'm not telling you, I know how God will do it, but God has located answers around your life that will solve the problem. Lord, give me a miracle of joy, a miracle of joy, good news of joy. Lord, answers of joy that will make me happy and be relaxed. This week, Lord Jesus, I need that miracle of joy that will make me laugh, that will make me rejoice. When the Lord returned the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream dream. Our mouth was filled with laughter. Our mouth was filled with singing. They say among the heavens, the Lord has done good things for them. The Lord has done good things for us. That's why we are glad. Lord, do good things for me this week. Let me have celebration of good things. Good news. Open your mouth and pray. And you are coming back next Sunday to share the testimony. Let me have good things in my life. Good things in my life. Good things in my life. In the name of Jesus. This week. This week, Lord. Let me have good news. Good things. Great things. Let it happen in my life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, raise your two hands to heaven. We are going to pray the last prayer for this service. You are going to pray, Lord, this year I want to make progress. I will not go backward. Pray with your hearts. It does not matter where you are starting from. It does not matter where you are. Lord, multiply me. Cause me to increase. I want to make steady progress. Steady increase by time. I don't want my yesterday to be better than today. I want to increase in every area of my life. In my finances, I want to increase. In my emotional life, I want to increase. In everything I'm doing, in my position, I want... Lord, I don't want to be stagnant this year. Lord, I want satisfactory progress. Satisfactory progress. Satisfactory progress. That will give back to abundance. Satisfactory progress per time. Lord, this year... Don't let my life move backward. It doesn't matter the policy of the government. Let my life be better. Let there be additional blessings in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. I don't want to go backward. In the name of Jesus. Lord, give me satisfactory progress. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Jesus is your Savior.
please close your eyes this morning. You are looking for somebody that can help you, save you. And you are looking for an opportunity to give your life to God as your savior. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, you are my savior. You are my savior. Raise it high to him. Say, Jesus, you are my savior. Save me from the trouble of life. I confess my sin to you. Save me and take care of me. Help me to be established in you. You are my savior. I love you. You are my savior. Savior, save me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Father, for as many people that have prayed that prayer, save them. Help them. Write their name in the book of life. Let them enjoy the new life in Jesus' name. Establish your love in their hearts. And let them live for you forever. Father, because you love these people as much as God loves you. Father, give them blessing this week in Jesus' name. Testimony of great joy. Perform in a midst this week in Jesus' name. Father, in a midst, let there be satisfactory progress. I want to see she dada, ejeka she dada. I want to bere si she dada, ejeka aye won lo si tesi waju. I want to she bere aye won father give them progress. This year nobody na means we go backward. In the name of Jesus. I prophesy increase in your life. May the Lord multiply you, increase you. And make you 1,000 times more than you are today. When you look at the past of your life, may you have a reason to laugh. May you never have a regret in life. Thank you, Father. Take all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And he sends out the loudest. Amen. Clap your hands together for Jesus with joy. Hallelujah. Yeah.